Our next uh, speaker is, is Associate Professor Marianne Hansen, who is with the International Campaign for the Abolition of Nuclear Weapons. Uh, Marianne teaches and researches in the field of international politics. She's also Vice Chair of ICANN Australia, and uh, ICANN is a great supporter of the Peace Lecture that we have the honour of hosting in St John's each September. Uh, and the, and she'll be speaking about the problems that nuclear submarines will pose to our efforts to limit nuclear weapons. And we note that Australia has been really tardy in that process. So please make Mary Ann welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Uh, and good afternoon, everybody. I too would like to pay my respects to the original owners of this land, past president, and As Peter said, my area of specialization is international politics and international security. And within that, I have focused very much on the spread of the spread and the control of nuclear material and nuclear technology. So while there are many profound problems with the AUKUS proposal, I will be focusing here on the nuclear-powered submarines issue and its implications. Now, as you all know, under the proposal for AUKUS, Australia will acquire eight nuclear-powered attack submarines. Here is one of the key problems. To date, no country which doesn't have nuclear weapons, there are nine states that have nuclear weapons, apart from those states, no country in the world has been given this technology. So no country in the world has nuclear-powered submarines. We are therefore going to break this taboo and if it does go ahead, this will set a very dangerous precedent. Already, we have other states in the world saying, well, if Australia is going to be given this technology and is permitted to go ahead and use what is highly enriched uranium in their submarines, now the highly enriched uranium which will power these submarines is exactly the same material that is used in nuclear bombs. Right, so it's uranium which has been enriched to 95, 96%. Um, it can be converted into weapons very, very quickly. And that's the problem. Already, Iran has asked, as I say, other states, uh, South Korea, even Canada sought to have this kind of exemption. And all these states have been denied. Suddenly, in August, Australia is given this technology, or we're promised to have this technology. So there are big problems here for our reputation and for setting a very, very risky precedent in the nuclear non-proliferation regime, more broadly. For Australia, which claims to be part of and uphold a rules-based 
international order, unfortunately, this government has been quite happy to break many of these rules. And while we have championed the non-proliferation treaty to date, if we go ahead with this deal, we are going to be in big trouble with the nuclear non-proliferation treaty and with the International Atomic Energy Agency. Now, Scott Morrison has dismissed this by saying, but we're not going to get nuclear weapons. Well, that's probably true, but as I say, the danger is that by being given this material and this technology, it can open the floodgates for other states to acquire highly enriched uranium, which can then be turned into nuclear weapons. And we already have over 13,000 nuclear weapons still in existence around the world. And many of those nuclear weapons are hundreds of times, hundreds of times more powerful than the Hiroshima bomb. Now, the nine states that have these weapons have promised to eliminate them, but they are not living up to their promises. And that is why ICANN was formed, the international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. We managed to get a treaty in the United Nations. Our organization won the Nobel Peace Prize for its efforts. Of course, the government didn't even bother to phone any of us and say congratulations. So, I want to reiterate then that these are going to be, but the close ahead, these are going to be attack class nuclear powered submarines using highly enriched uranium. They're going to cost at least $100 billion. They're going to lock us in to war planning with the United States in a way that has been unprecedented. So I think there are grave issues here. We've also managed to alienate our near neighbors in Southeast Asia and in the South Pacific, as well as our First Nations people here in Australia. And some have called this a reversion to the Anglosphere. Instead of dealing with our geography and looking at creative ways of how to live in peace, how do we work with China? And I don't believe that China represents a military threat to Australia, by the way. I don't believe that it does. But if we want to bang the drums of war, and we want to acquire nuclear-powered submarines, then we are going to lock ourselves into a very dangerous Thank you. Thank you, Marianne. And uh, on behalf of peace-loving people uh, everywhere, uh, blessed are the peacemakers. So congratulations on winning the Nobel Peace Prize for ICANN. There are various ways